We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. And a very good evening and welcome to Friday Talk Sport here on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Pack programme ahead between now and 7 o'clock. We have finals in Hurling and Camogie. We'll preview them. Of course, the very best of luck to our Camogie team in action against Galway tomorrow evening. We'll have coverage here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. And we'll be featuring interviews between now and 7 o'clock. Our taxback.com text line is 086 But the centre of attention on this evening's programme is down in the Dean Street car park where Fran Grinsel, or Fernaldo as he's also known, is taking part in the Kickathon, the final evening of the Kickathon. And I think he got a very a good evening for it. And uh, we're going to join our team down in the Dean Street car park. So a very good evening to one and all. Hello, Liam. How are you? Hey, it's Anne here. Not too bad, Anne. How are you keeping? Not too bad, Anne. How are you keeping? Good, good. Not a bother. Very uh, cold Dean Street car park down here this evening, I think, anyway. Um, but uh, Fernaldo is raring to go down here. He's joined by his son, David, and uh, two of them are raring to go. So um, I'll pass you over to the star of the show, uh, Fran Grinsel and his son, David. How are you, Liam? How are things? Evening, Fran. How are you keeping? Evening, I w- Fran. How are you keeping? I w- I was down with you over two evenings yeah, and uh, yeah, two evenings and yeah, twice, Liam, and, and I appreciate you coming down as well. David is with me here again. He's after seeing the twelve nights through too. So um, good old crack. And the money raised, I suppose. Look at it's an excellent response. We're going towards thirteen thousand for the twelve nights, which you know is probably decent. You know. Yeah, and like I mean, when you set out with, with an initiative like this, could you ever you, you, the generosity of the community? It must really overwhelm you. It must really overwhelm you. I look it would humble you because uh, all they do is kick a ball a few yards again a piece of timber so you would be humbled by it what you'd be uh, overwhelmed I look at some lovely people out there generally people are lovely and and we we send out a, David looks after looked after all the the whatsapps and that and the response from that was was excellent as well as people coming in and people coming up to the bucket here and giving money um, yeah, it's excellent, and there's a lot of things going on, and a lot of people wouldn't be great at, at doing the WhatsApp stuff. So that you know, I, I know I forget what we are at now. We're at twelve something, and I think we have another four hundred as well that was left in. So it looks like we're going to thirteen. So that's a lot of cash for for a loan, really. Our the mayor's fund. We're delighted, you know. But yeah. I wouldn't have done it without David. Yeah, you wouldn't do it like you wouldn't do it on your own, Liam. It wouldn't happen, you know. No, and you have a, a, br- you know, you have have a brilliant partner down there, John Coonan. 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 How's it going, Liam? Even how are you keeping? Even how are you keeping? Ah, good. Yeah, ah, it's been it's been a great two weeks. Well, nearly two weeks. Like it's actually fierce enjoyable as well. Um, got right into it, and yeah, you know the response is overwhelming, really. Has it improved your soccer skills in the process? Your soccer skills in the process. Come here, Liam. Listen, it has improved mine, and what it's done to John Coon, and like you were going to mention him there, that chap couldn't stand him beside the ball before he came. Now he's actually, he's making an attempt to kick it now, which is a, is excellent, really. And also, yeah, it's, it's actually been. I tell you what, it's been now. It's actually been entertaining for us. We have David coming down. Good old laugh, like. 
um, my skill would be poor enough and it takes about 10 minutes to warm up to kick the ball so but it's actually been great but can I thank like Community Radio Kilkenny City has more than gone out of its way it's incredible as to the effort they've made uh, to promote this and really all it is is just trying to raise a few pounds but you've done it you actually did it like and, and there was one of you down here every night of the week to take photographs including yourself uh, and you know Barry Liam Pat and you've all done a bit like to try and make it a success Nicky Brennan was down here you know and Nicky is always different as uh, he's a down and dirty he gets with it uh, ex-president of the GEA so you have to acknowledge that as well He's, he's that little bit different, like, and he was down here kicking the ball poorly, but he still he kicked it, you know. <laughs> it was good, like, you know. He was I the cha- he was the cha- he was the cha- he was the chair the chairman of Dining Rovers, I think. Rovers, I think. Dining Rovers, Paddy. Have you I ever take seen exception to that comment there, now about the way I was kicking the ball there, Mister Grinsell. I, 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 I think I was fairly accurate now. Actually, I saw one of your balls being kicked and it's up on the it's up on the roof of the uh, the next house, and I don't think it's been taken down since. Been taken down since. <laughs> yeah, there's a 14-foot wall behind it, Nicky, as well. So that'll tell you how wild it went. And Nicky, you were brilliant, and you were excellent to come down. And I really appreciate it because it's a step. It was a big step. Like it's a step. A GA person coming down and acknowledging what this was all about. It wasn't about Franny Grinsell. It wasn't about soccer. It wasn't about kicking the ball. It's about alone. And you did it. You recognised it straight away. Well, as I, did I, I, I have a big connection with alone that I won't uh, put on the program here now. But uh, people involved in Kilkenny will know my involvement there. So I was glad to help. Yeah, I was glad to help. Franny. We've made you the the best paid soccer player in Ireland. Soccer player in Ireland. I haven't worked out had a thousand euro a kick. It's actually gone in excess of a thousand euro a kick now. About uh, one thousand. It's about what a thousand kicks a night. So, is it Dev? So yeah. So it's working out about a thousand over a thousand a night. Like which is uh, it's excellent really. You know, and it's telling me there's more money in now. Uh, yeah. Look, we're we're going to end up Nicky going towards the thirteen. I'd say. So incredible. Yeah, well done. Well yeah, and Fran. Yeah. And Fran, during the course of the twelve nights, I'm sure you've met some great characters. Sure you've met some great characters. Oh, brilliant! But a right laugh, like I mean, there was that everyone. Liam, someone would take the piss out every night. Like that's that's a guarantee, you know. Now I found the Wednesday night really difficult. That was the wet night. That was hard, like because you were more or less kicking on your own. Like if Nicky was down, you drag him in, or if Anne was down and Anne's young one, Candice came down, or you'd split it up. We say, but if you were there on your own now, kicking them all, you could end up kicking fifteen hundred balls. So it's a lot of footballs, you know. But and but I cheated, Nicky. I used a size three ball, which is a light ball for anyone who knows football. It's a light ball, uh, yeah, which doesn't take. It's not the uh, same yeah, impact on your knee. That's true, Franny. Yeah, but for for people of your age and my age, that's important. Yes, that's important. <laughs> Nicky, Peter Doris is pulling up beside me here, and oh, it's too late. You have to hand me a bundle of money as well. So just people are very decent, like. Yeah, and Fran. Oh, yeah, and Fran. When this all comes to a close, will uh, you be sitting down on the couch and getting fat again, or are you going to keep up maybe the fitness levels you've generated from the kickathon? Exception to that. Now you're a nice, quiet <laughs> fellow, but I actually take exception to that. It is a fact I've lost a half a stone. Yeah, but I, I didn't want that aired. <laughs> Just you're a cheeky thing. You're <laughs> that will come back. Okay, okay. I'm worried now. I'm worried now. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't sit down anyway. So I'm not a great TV lad. So the winter is long, but I usually spend. I haven't been at my cars in. It's been two weeks since I went near the cars at home. So I usually spend an hour a night at the cars at home. So. Uh, old vintage cars so that's this is doing that but I love it like good crack and the message here is it's the final night but you're still down there and collecting a few bob down there and collecting a few bob
Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and and we'll push it like uh, to the last. I don't know what will come in, but the what David was doing the WhatsApps, and we went home last Friday night, Nikki. I'd laugh at this one now, and well, you'll acknowledge it. Like we sent out a WhatsApp, and we had two and a half thousand of us in an hour. About 50 minutes, yeah. Two there and a half thousand minutes. There you go. And we put up, we put up the the Wednesday night picture of me being drowned, and it made about fifteen hundred euro. <laughs> <laughs> I think lads were hoping to rain every night. I was hoping to rain every night if you were going to get fifteen hundred euro a night, like. But um, yeah, Absolutely. so the WhatsApp worked. You know, it's amazing. Facebook, I suppose, yourselves. Um, what you've done, like, is massive, you know, in, in that you've kind of almost legalised it, you know, that kind of way. You've made an, an event and you've assisted and, and you've highlighted what the char what it's for alone, which is what's needed, you know. But you made it a community thing as well, which is grand, you know. Yeah, Good no, it's track. been very successful. Yeah, well no, done. It's been very successful. Well done. I know, thanks, Nicky. And I do appreciate, I really do appreciate it. Like, Liam, am I overwhelmed? No, but I just, you'd be just, um, Asher, you'd be, you'd be nearly getting upset over it. So, look, it's humbling, is what I'd say to you. Okay, Fran, well, we'll check in okay, with Fran, the gang down there in a few minutes, but we'll let you go and kick some balls now for a few minutes, okay? Okay. Now, bye. Thanks very much. That's Frank Grinsel and team down in the Dean Street car park. And Pat, it's, it really is a great thing to run. Uh, it's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I, when we start now, sure, look, if you made three or four thousand or whatever, yeah. five at the tops, like, but just amazing, like, yeah, and uh, it wouldn't happen unless he did it. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a, for a great cause, and uh, alone has been there for so long now, and uh, it's a, it's a, a great charity, and. Uh, just well done to everyone. And Fran has alluded to it a couple of times on various programmes that it's great for people to pipe in with the generous donations online, but the lads that go with the fivers and the tenors are just as valuable. Yeah, he loves that. Yeah, yeah, because they're you know it's the local lad and it's the he, he's the the local person is given what they can. Nicky, what are your soccer skills like? Oh, well, not any more now, Liam, but it was, I was a well-known player in my day, all right. Yeah, we had a great, uh, we had a soccer team outside in our place called Dining Rovers. Yeah, we operated at a pretty high level. We got to a cup semi-final at one stage. How was your position? Oh, I was a defender, I was, but it was a scoring defender. Oh, I, was, I was able to go up for the corners and not home and not... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? <laughs> you weren't were a heavy tackler, because I always had in my mind you might be someone like Graham Souness or someone. I ah, know, I would probably... Copper Harris. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. No, look, it was... Uh, it was during the well, uh, he loved Leeds, and you need only know the rest. <laughs> I mean, there was Hunter and Reaney and all yeah. the rest of them. I was the Paul Madeley. I was the I was the, uh, I was the multi tenor could play in a lot of different. Oh positions. yeah, yeah, you could play anywhere. Yeah. Look, at, there were it was part of growing up. To be honest about it, and uh, I suppose it evolved. It evolved, and I suppose my time then got less than that with the hurling and eventually I suppose lads moved on and um, the, the, the team disbanded and all that but look at they were innocent days and enjoyable days but ironically Liam you, you wouldn't understand what I'm going to say now but I played my f the first official match we ever played was played in Moscow <laughs> in Moscow? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was Moscow. No, I know over where it is. Pat Tracy knows. <laughs> oh, it was over, it's, a it's place, not Putin's Moscow. It's no. over in Crete Yard. Yeah, that's right, yeah. There, uh, within a mile radius over there, there's Moscow, there's Geneva Cross, there's Jerusalem, and there's Mayo. <laughs> there you yeah. go, all within a mile radius. Jim, Jim, the things we don't teach people in this program is just amazing. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Yeah. Right, uh, we wish everyone well down in Dean Street the very best, and it's not over yet. They're still going till about 7 o'clock, so if you're in the vicinity, drop in a few bob. And of course, the I Donate page is on our social media channel. And I think yeah. he has burgers down there as well. Yeah, yeah. that's right. As far as I know, Paul Brophy has some of his program coming. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah. yeah.
Would you drop up a few burgers? <laughs> We're yeah. starving up here. So Paul Murphy will be community in action. Will be down there, so I'm sure Paul will have guests and that. So they'll be they'll be going there probably. I don't know what time, maybe eight o'clock and that. So if you're around and if you want to go down there and sing a song or something, away you go. Yeah. Okay, right, uh, that's uh, Fran Grinsell's Kickathon. Um, just while we're getting ourselves together, uh, Camogie All-Ireland tomorrow evening, 7 o'clock start in Crow Park. The Kilkenny Camogie team face Galway. And uh, Nicky Brennan was at the Open Day and he spoke to Kilkenny manager Brian Dowling. Manager of the Kilkenny team, we're preparing for an All-Ireland final coming up to Christmas, Brian. This was never on your radar at the start of the year. No, I suppose we weren't planning for this, but looking, someone said to me there recently about, you know, it's very close to Christmas and it's Saturday night at 7 o'clock, but look, we don't care. We'll play an All-Ireland final any day of the week at any time. If it's 12 o'clock at night, we'll be up there, but look, we're just delighted to be back in the All-Ireland. I suppose it was the aim at the start of the year. When we met back in January, it felt like a, a long, long way away, but um, to know that we, we kind of put in a, a huge effort all year and I suppose it was a big break in between, but look, we're delighted now to be back where we want to be. The National League at the start of the year is almost irrelevant at this stage, isn't it? Yeah, geez, it nearly feels like last year, I suppose, you know, it was a completely different team, I suppose. We were missing a lot in, a lot of girls in the league. We knew the league was going to be tough this year. You know, a lot of experienced girls like, you know, Ann Dalton and, and the Farrells and that weren't, weren't back with us at the time. And, you know, we were probably throwing in, I think, eight or nine new girls at each time, you know, and we're trying to find new girls. And look, I suppose in one sense, I'd, I'd see it as, an, as a, a huge plus to league because, you know, we found players like Mary O'Connell, Michelle Teen, Neve Dealey, you know, they all got game time that probably other years they wouldn't have got and that's probably helped us you know in the last couple of weeks coming into the championship when we saw the groups I mean Kilkenny were very clearly favourites to come out of their group and so they did talk to me about coming through the group stages because only a few real challenges in that first half against Watford maybe a little bit the first half against Limerick but really it wasn't a serious test yeah I suppose look I suppose we, we targeted the Watford game big time you know we kind of felt if we got the win there maybe we would probably you know have a great chance of topping the group and look we probably didn't play great in the first half the wind was very strong against Watford and, but you know, the second half we pushed on and got a good result. But yeah, then the the Westmead game was probably the game that we really hit form. You know, Westmead probably didn't play to their ability that day, and you know we were ready from that day. And we, you know, we we targeted to hit them early. We got the early goals, and the game was probably over after a few minutes. And then the Limerick game here was a was a dead rubber, you know, and it was a really flat game. But I suppose coming into that game, we we trained extremely hard. You know, we we didn't see the point of easing off coming up to that game. We wanted to be ready for the All Ireland semi final. So look, we, again, we just the, the, the three games was good. Because it, um, I suppose, gave the, the player, the new players, games to, to get used to this type of hurling, you know. And look, we, and there's nothing we can do about the league, you know, or the group stages. We just had to try and win the games. We've done that, and look, maybe it, it did affect us against Cork because obviously the, the poor start that we had and it took a while maybe to get used to championship pace. I suppose in Camogie, unfortunately, there is a lot of kind of mismatches, you know, and you don't get too many tough games, and you know. But look, we got one last week, so you know, hopefully that will prepare us now for Saturday night. Going down to play in Cork was a bit of a fair ordeal. Going down to uh, Parky Keeve. Cork had at least played there before so it was new surroundings for yourselves were you worried at the early stages because as I said to you I was driving into car to Dublin and at 10 minutes there was no score on the board they had won three I was uh, I was concerned for you at that stage right and I'd be lying to say now if I wasn't a bit worried uh, you know we were one three down it was looking like geez, this could be a long afternoon and I just couldn't believe it because I was you know I was extremely confident going into the game because I'd just seen the girls in training and just the build up to the game we were really really focused and really just mad for it you know and we actually never I didn't hear any one person the panel or the backroom team giving out by playing in Parky Cueve you know we just once it was fixed we were delighted just to go down there and play we, to be honest I would nearly be more worried if it was on here in Nolan Park because you know I think the extra pressure would have been on us and we're just happy to go down there it was you know we, we'd heard all a couple of weeks before Paddy Murray was building up the pitch and how great it was so we kind of seen it as a challenge going down here taking on Cork in, in their own backyard and look the start was, wasn't what we wanted but I, I, I felt even by the first water break you know we were kind of relaxed at, at, even during the talk for the minute talk we had with the girls that we were after getting back into the game we missed a couple of chances 
chance and just said no a bit more composure and we're right back in the game then and I suppose Anne's goal just before half time was probably the, the goal that we needed and really pushed on from there then of course uh, the character shown by the team throughout that game was enormous you, you did allude afterwards I heard a comment from you that you couldn't afford to be 21 minutes without scoring in the All-Ireland final but the team showed incredible character and the defence was outstanding yeah it was unbelievable like look I suppose after Merriam's goal for half time you kind of be hoping that you'd push on you know that if you go three or four up against these teams you'd want to be going six and seven up and eight up you know but we suppose just couldn't we couldn't win a ball on the half hour line maybe for 10 or 15 minutes and you know we found it really tough to, to break Cork down but that's kind of their style of play to bring back a lot of bodies and that but um, you know, I suppose then looking at the tip in Galway game I think Galway went 18-19 minutes of scoring as well looking at the Limerick game hurlers last Sunday I think they did one point scored after 12 or 13 minutes so you know look it's funny the way games tur- twist and turn and maybe it's this time of the year you know that it's a lot tougher with the conditions and stuff like that but look we definitely can't go without 20 minutes of scoring against Galway you know they're an excellent team and we know that they'll put us away if we do that so look that's what we need to work on and of course you just alluded to Galway and that was my next question they're in the final for the second year in a row they will be their favourites going in they're even stronger than last year with the McGrath girls back and, and we're down a few players but still the resilience and the heart that Kilkenny have got from that Cork match I think will stand in good stead even against opposition of the calibre of Galway I suppose what I said to the girls after the game is I was most pleased that we, we, we found a way to win you know and probably some of these big games in the last few years probably you know Kilkenny missed out on by just not getting over the line and that was a very pleasing aspect to go over the line but we know we have to improve we know we have to hurt better because Galway are an excellent hurling team you know they'll hurt you if, you, if they get on top yeah, you know and as you mentioned there they have McGrath and Ash, Elish O'Reilly you know inside and you know the, the first thing in their minds is going for goal so that's what they did last year so look we have to learn from what we've done in the past and move on from that but look we know Galway are an excellent team and we, just, we have to be ready and we have to perform or else we won't be winning We're down a few players from last year but that has to go to the back of people's minds now I see this as opportunities for those that have come in and uh, sadly we're missing those but the new players it's a real chance for them to stand up to be counted in Croke Park strange playing it on a Saturday evening but so be it but once the ball is thrown in it doesn't matter where it's on No it doesn't um, especially with no crowd there I think it's, you know, it's going to be the same as any other match so look it doesn't matter it is disappointing we don't have we'd love to have you know Edwina Keane Michelle Quilty Katie Power you know all with us and disappointing for them that they're not with us but look we can't dwell on that either you know um, the girls are fully behind us you know Katie Powers and Edwina are there with the team the whole time Michelle just stepped away for personal reasons this year we, we have what we have now and we're delighted with the new girls that have come on board and I suppose people have been saying to me for the last while that you know this team needs fresh blood and we have that now we think we had six new girls on the panel or on the team from last year so look it's up to them now to have the jerseys up to them to perform on big day of course the relaxation where all the panel members can come to the final now is I'm sure you're delighted with that because the panel members who are maybe not part of the official group were, were not able to come the last year it was difficult to come anyway you'll be delighted to have all them there because the full group will, will get the benefit of the, the unity of the, of the lot of them uh, yeah it's absolutely brilliant you know I was very relieved to, to, to hear that during the week you know and fair play to the inter-county managers you know who Ian Cal and John Kiley have been really publicly speaking publicly about it during the last few weeks look them girls have been training since last January the exact same as the girls on the starting team and to try to, first of all you're telling them they're not talking out in the 30 and then you're telling them they can't travel to the match you know and it's, it's, it's devastating for them but look we're all part of it now and everybody will be there all the, like you know some of the backroom team had to stay behind last week as well which is disappointing but look we're all there now for the final and you know, I'm delighted that everyone is there together as a group Finally Brian we wish you well of course from all of us in Community Radical Kenny City you're, you're definitely going up with plenty of confidence and why not after the way they played against Cork 
Uh, yes, look, I suppose, same as Galway, I'm sure. And anyone gets to an All-Ireland final, if you're not going up confident, you know, you've no right being there. And look, we know we have to perform. Perform probably, it has to be our best performance of the year. And anything less, we won't be All-Ireland champions. And, you know, we, we have to hit the ground running. We can't afford to, to give Galway one 1-3 start after five or ten minutes. You know, they, they probably got a goal last year early on. And we got it back, but then they got another two goals just for half time. So, look, we have to hit the ground running and, and hopefully, you know, take the game to Galway. And look, I'm looking forward to it now and, and the girls are as well. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. You are in tune with Friday TalkSport. Our taxback.com text line is 0863537782. The team ahead of tomorrow in goal for Kilkenny is Ethan Norris. The full back line, Michelle Teen, Claire Phelan and Davina Tobin. Halfbacks, Colette Dormer, uh, Anna Farrell, Mega Farrell. Lara Murphy and Grace Walsh. Uh, then we have Miriam Walsh, Anne Dalton and Aoife Doyle on the half-forward line. And the full-forward line is Mary O'Connell, Denise Gall and Katie Nolan. And don't forget our sports special. We'll cover that tomorrow evening. Nikki, you have the Greyhounds. Yeah, Liam. Greyhounds. And this is, again, a lot of a pin job here. But look, we'll give it a go anyway. The first race starts at half seven. It's an 11 race car tonight at the uh, James's Park track. The first race has said, welcome to Kilkenny Track, an 0-3-5-2-5. I'm keeping it local. I'm going to go for a Connie own dog, a Nicky Hedora Healy there, trained by their son-in-law, Morty Lahey, to come home for his call-in business. From uh, Kilgraney Ebony, Rosemary Boogie's dog, trained by Thomas Boogie, number four, to come home second. Moving on to race number two, it's the COVID-19 protocols, on 2 I know... Tom didn't can and have to go too far to come up with that race or that name so not going for the, the Conaghy dog on this one just uh, changing around going to go with number two Robert Brinkley with a London address a man living in London in SW19 uh, come, uh, come on Dell uh, trained by Paul Hennessy to come home first ahead of number four it's uh, Tom Lennon owned, uh, Tom Lennon involved there in the syndicate uh, Lemon Lockdown number four to come home second race number three his trials at Kilkenny Track in AF525, going for uh, Tom Lahey, dog there, and trained by an own by Tom Lahey. Snackbox Susie, number two, to come home first with William Hanlon's Bally Gordesi, number four, to head home second. Race number four, I'm going for a thoroughless dog, John Sparrow, has had a couple of runs, a couple of wins there in the last few months. Bally Philip Blue to get home ahead of um, Bally Ragged or Liz Downey dog out there, Avongate DiMaggio. The Hickey owned, uh, Rory and Michael Hickey owned and trained dog there, number five, to come home second. Race number five, uh, the Greyhound Mayhounds make great pets in A67525. I'm going for Frank Macklin's uh, Lady Blue, that's a Thomas Boogie trained dog, number three, to come home first, ahead of Ratchie's Fiji, a Peacock dog there, up from Liege, PJ Peacock trained, uh, Ratchie's Fiji, number one, to come home second. Race number six is the Friday Night Racing A5525. Going for Billy Murphy and Francis Mullins trained and owned, I should say. Ascot Teddy, number one to head home of. Uh, Bally Daniel Three Castle Dog there. Celia Borden's Bally Daniel Hugh, number six. Race number seven is the uh, Kilkenny Greyhound and Owners and Breeders, eight, four, five, two, five. I tip, my tip there is Stephen Dunn's from Freshford. Droopy's Lively has uh, been performing fairly well, trained by Morty Lahey. To come home ahead of uh, James Cousins, trained by Margaret Fortunes. Fortunate Flyer, number four. Race number eight is the Irish Retired Greyhounds Trust, A4525. My tip in this one is uh, Liam Peacocks in Thurlis. Bogger Megan to come home first. A lot of those dogs uh, have grown good lately. Ahead of Saxa, Ger Brennan's from uh, Johnstown Dog, number one to come home second. Race number nine is the Greyhound Racing Ireland, A3525. My tip there is... 
Martin Timmons from Carlos Bluegrass Jenny number 3 to come home ahead of Edward Dunn's Laganor Wild number 5 race number 10 is the Flower Power Garden Centre A3525 I'm going for number 2 it's David and Thomas Weddick's uh, dog uh, Kilkenny dog Pookie Savannah number 2 to head home first ahead of uh, Ned Kenny's out there from Ballyragget Murky Lahey trained Droopy's Mott and the final race of the night heading off around 25 past 9 is the Trials at Kilkenny track it's an A3525 and I'm going for a Conaghy Syndicate it says the Upper Syndicate in Conaghy not not sure who they, who they are but it's a Murty Lahey trained dog Droopy's Diploma number 1 to get home ahead of Tom Lannan's over there from Three Castles Lemon Johan number 5 and that's tonight at the Greyhound track out in James's Park OK Nicky thank you very much indeed for that a couple of texts in on our taxback.com text line um, good evening everyone and good luck to our Camogie team tomorrow is there a sense of anticipation in the county or is the atmosphere still flat after a fortnight fortnight ago what's the feelings regarding Sunday's All-Ireland would people like to see the Dacia break the 61 year gap or is local rivalry too powerful for that I'd also be interested to hear your thoughts in the Joe McDonough final and that text comes from Benjamin. So good to hear from you, Benjamin. We'll do our best to answer all those questions. And uh, we touched on uh, the text there, someone. <laughs> Nikki, uh, you're not having been related to Maradona no, or being of similar age. Anyone saying that I was like Maradona, that's uh, just, uh, <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's, that's not been fair to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that bit at the end. <laughs> uh, Richie, uh, Pat Tracy uh, is here with us as well, as is Richie Power. Richie, good to see you. Thank you, Liam. Uh, you were out uh, playing some golf today. How did that go? We were, yeah, we were out supporting the ladies uh, in Callan. Uh, it went well. Sure, the day was fabulous. You know, two weeks, uh, two weeks before Christmas, and people, n- n- you could nearly go around in your short sleeves to so, to so uh, mild. And the greens were excellent. Mm. And obviously, like this, you know, the fairways were wet, but they got a good turnout. It was great to see now, and it was great to support them. Have you to go back out for the prize given? <laughs> Unless they're twenty six or twenty eight <laughs> prizes, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't be heading back to Callum, Pat. <laughs> How is the golf, Richie? Are you, are you, these days, are you getting much practice in? Ah, sure. No, no. Look at hopefully, hopefully. From here on, I, I get a bit more now, but um, look at I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy it. You're out in the air, and it's a good walk, and it was very, very good. And I have to compliment the Callan um, catering staff today. They, they produced an unbelievable meal after, and you know, full credit to the, the sporters club for organising mm. the thing. Yeah, we didn't have to give Manny bun this evening. <laughs> <laughs> Usually be uh, yeah. first thing into the That's kitchen. in the contract, Pat. <laughs> uh, look, that's a great initiative. It's an aid of Kilkenny Camogie. They're raising a few quid, and if you, can't, if you didn't get a chance to go to that, there is uh, ways to donate on their social media channels. Let's get down to business. Nicky, tomorrow evening, a really tough challenge, Galway on the horizon. Yeah, they are, but, um, I mean, Kilkenny showed tremendous resilience against Cork. I think, um, I think Cork were a bit cocky. They can be that mm. way under Paddy Murray going in. I think some of his selections I would have I would have been a little bit surprised with. I think Kenny showed tremendous heart, but I think there's realism there as well. Brian Downing did say, you know, going 21 minutes without scoring in the second half will not win you an All Ireland final. But they showed tremendous heart, and uh, the defence was outstanding. We'll need to get more out of our attack. That's being honest about it. They just have to work very hard. Croke Park is a big place, and uh, they work very hard. Look, it's there's every chance there. Tipperary gave Galway a fair run of it now, and. The final score at the end, I think, flattered Galway. But they're very good if they get a, if they get a run at Kilkenny. They're very mm. good. They're very good at running with the ball. They have pace. They have power. 
and they have their clinical when it comes to finishing. So there's no point in saying mm. otherwise. They will be favourites, deservedly so. But if Kilkenny play with the sort of heart they've been playing, they're in with a right shout. But in saying that, Pat, against Cork, we did find ourselves six points down and we were sweating a bit at that stage. They showed great uh, determination to turn it around. Yeah, got back into it uh, and uh, got uh, got going. And, you know, the, the, they looked to be at sixes and sevens for that early stages of the game mm. and Cork seemed to be in total control but you know they battled their way back into it and and, and if you like rested the initiative and got going again and uh, you know they went to uh, what five or six points up and that was that was fair going look the thing about it is Galway have six good forwards and the, and Kilkenny have to compete where they were, I mean, they were kind of blown out of it last year uh, in the, you know, for that 50-50 ball. That's where Kilkenny have to compete there. And there are good signs that that's, that they're doing that. I thought I was very impressed with them against Cork in that regard, the, the battling qualities of the team. And uh, once they get stuck in and don't let uh, Galway get a run on them, they have a, a decent chance. Yeah, and Richie, that's the, the key point, whether it's Hurling or Camogie you're talking about. If you don't win your own ball, what chance have you? Well, that's uh, that's uh, that's exactly it, Liam. Um, you know, we saw that ourselves probably two weeks ago mm. against Watford. Like we just didn't win the the fifty fifty balls uh, in the air or on the ground. Like, and then you're in trouble. Like you're backtracking. Like, but look at, uh, you know, I might be is is uh, glued into this Camogie's the two lads here, uh, Pat and and Nicky, but. Looking at the two semi-finals the last day, like Cork did ask Kilkenny a fair few questions, and they kept their head, they kept their composure, they came back, and and when you you know when you go down to the own backyard and beat them in in Cork, it's mm. you know you have to you know to stand up and, and take notice. So, looking at the other semi-final, I think Kilkenny have a right good chance tomorrow night. Yeah, and Nicky, you're talking about maybe the forwards not being as good as our backs. Is there even a way of the backs? complementing the forwards and perhaps getting them more into the game and being more effective? Well, I suppose, first of all, they have the job of marking their immediate opponents mm. and making sure. The big thing about Galway is they will try to run at, at Kilkenny and that's where the half-back line in particular will need to step up to the plate. Centre field is going to have to help be to become defensive as well in that regard. Uh, if Kilkenny do that, now obviously when they're delivering ball into the forwards, I think the best ball is going to be a low ball. I mean, I don't think there's much point in uh, in hitting high ball. Galway are strong in, in central defensive positions in particular. But if we get the ball in, we have plenty of pace in our attack. And if we do that, it's mm. every, every possibility. Look, when players land in Croke Park, it's a very different location. It's a, Yes, it's All-Ireland final day. But Croke Park, can people players can respond differently in it. And those teams were there last year. I know probably Kilkenny have maybe one or two more, three more players on the team that weren't there playing last year. And they're down a few. But generally speaking, Croke Park in any given day is... Um, you know, the, the, the tingles in the belly can start and that can impact the way you're going to play. And no matter how many times you've been there, it's always a big occasion. And there's probably more of a spotlight on it this year, given the fact that we're talking about All-Ireland Finals two weeks out from Christmas, which is something we never envisage uh, earlier in the year. Yeah, and Pat, I, I think it's fair to say we weren't really tested in the early stages. Did you learn anything from the Cork match in particular? Yeah, well, I suppose the Cork match was the was the big test, and uh, that uh, Kilkenny competed well. And even though they got a bad start, they got stuck in, and they got uh, they were as good as uh, as Cork were throughout the game, and got got the verdict in the end, and held on to win uh, in the end. So I think that 
would have brought Kilkenny on a huge amount because that bit of a question mark was probably in the back of their minds that mm. you know we'd be expected to beat the crowd that whoever we played but uh, it's uh, you know they're going into it in, in, in good shape and they went down to Parky Cueve beat Cork I mean you couldn't ask for much more than that and uh, now they can build, they have to build on that and play even better and uh, interestingly enough if it's a draw there's a replay yeah yeah and uh, yeah, a week later, the nineteenth, there's a replay. Okay, interesting. Yeah. What do you make yeah. of it? I, I wasn't. I, mm. I, I just had assumed all along it was going to be uh, mm. extra time and some sort of a penalty shootout in line with mm. all the other games. I, I just wasn't aware that. Uh, that's on the Kilkenny G, uh, Kilkenny Camogie website. Well, I'm yeah. that would, gospel, would yeah. the same uh, would the same apply then to the the, the Holland final Sunday? I no. don't think so. No, 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 no. no. That's extra time penalties. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do you think that could be, if we do end up with a draw, could that be detrimental to Kilkenny? Because of all, with all the heartache we've had over the past couple of years, would we be able to go again? Oh, would that yeah. be an extra bit? Of, would that be an extra challenge? No, I don't, no, that would be no problem. Not having any no. of it. No, 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 no. no. no, if you, no if you have to go back another day, another week, a week later to win in All Ireland. You go back twice as determined. Yeah. To mm. make sure the same thing doesn't happen. So, but now the only thing about it is the ladies' football final is on that weekend. But I presume the Camogie will be on the Saturday and the ladies' football mm. on the Sunday. I imagine if it is. I'm not sure whether the Camogie are allowed to bring home the cup. They're not. They're not. No. They're not. No. 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 Which is a, a different discussion. But I, I think it's a. If, if can we not trust our county boards? Would you know? Maintain or you know keeping players safe and avoiding clusters and you know a party atmosphere. Can we not trust our county boards rather than the GA keeping or the Camogie Association keeping hold of the trophy? If you take say the likes of um, you know the hurling final and the football final, not going away from the Camogie, but like you imagine save Waterford after sixty one years or, or, or yeah. you know to sixty one or fifty one since Mayo won the football. You know imagine if they were lucky enough to to be able to go up the steps and and, and lift it and and not take it back to Mayo. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I mean, all you need is an officer or someone within the your own yeah. county yeah. board to withhold the trophy, but not to be able to bring it back to your own county. It doesn't feel right to me. I, I think uh, myself when the when the GA decided to go ahead and run the championship, like the, and, and Liam, what you did say there, appoint someone within your own county to to say, look at bring it back to your 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 dinner or whatever, and you know after that you're parking it like. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the time to rain. I think it was probably inevitable because it's just that it's like it's like the um, the county finals that were held around the place. So you saw up in Cavan where a team won a county final for the first time in ages, and all hell broke loose. And the same happened. Well, while while they didn't meet the team that won had won before, but it was maybe the circumstances of their winning. But so, Will it happen? We, I mean, if you have no cup, does it make any difference? Well, look, that's, 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 <laughs> probably, that's probably a valid point. But if you had a cup, it's probably a reason to put it out the window of a bus at least coming down or in cars or something like that. So, look, I can understand it. It, it is an awful pity, yeah. but I, I can understand they're just trying to eliminate all possibilities of uh, of crowd gathering. But quite honestly, if Watford win. I can tell you now that the roadway from going in from Ferrybank will be lined with people. They may be social distancing of a sort there, but mark my words, they will be out and there'll be bonfires on the bridge in Watford, probably from a mile outside <laughs> and then any side of things. And that's just God of what's going to happen. And mm. we'll, we'll look at that game in more detail in a minute, but just on Benjamin's question, will we begrudge him 
the All Ireland if they do it, or oh will we join no, in the no, celebrations? No, no, no. no, no, no. We'll, be, we'll be delighted to see it because yeah. Del Patrese will be playing a piece tomorrow that was sent on to me by Kieran O'Connor from WLR, and his um, himself and other lads are talking to f- a number of the Watford 59 team, and they talk about defeating Kilkenny. In fact, they also say that they totally left the 57 final behind yeah. them. So they're talking to him about the feeling in Watford and all that. So, look, Watford, it's 1959, Liam. You weren't around at that no. stage um, when Watford last won an all at, at all Ireland final and if they were told in 59 they'd still be trying to win an All Ireland in 2020 they wouldn't have believed it to, to have taken that long and that's why Watford will be with a sense of relief now Limerick on the other hand they'll feel they want to win it because this team it w- would be feeling that it should be putting a number of All Irelands together mm. and we won't give them a yard of ground though no, oh, no, we won't. Oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, that's for current affairs. <laughs> oh, no. But look, I think to answer your question, Benjamin, it's okay. It's not tip, right? Let's get the thoughts of Megan Farrell. Well, Megan Farrell, you'll be manning the centre half back position, and you'll have your sister Anna outside, uh, where you'll be able to throw the ball to her. A big day for the Farrell family. Yeah, it is another big day for us. Yeah, we're still missing one there. Shelley's still over in Australia, so I know it's a big day for everybody involved. We're absolutely in this in the second half, especially suppose in Cork the defence came under enormous pressure but you were absolutely outstanding how did you see that did you feel that pressure was on yeah I suppose when you're when you're down was it 1-3 or 1-4 in the first few minutes it's a no score so I think once you're able to come back from something like that and not throw it away I think it just shows the character in the team and that so. against Cork I mean as Brian said during the week there 21 minutes without scoring in the second half you can't afford to have that happening against a team of Galway's calibre no and you can't really afford to have that happening in the match anyway like you know so hopefully we just get get on the ball a lot more you know I suppose the ball wasn't coming in as much from the backs into the forwards so they were limit, getting limited balls so I'd say we just need to get the ball into them now you've been playing kind of centre field wing back how do you like playing centre back yeah I suppose it's not too new for me because I play with Thomas Town in centre back so I I'm kind of used to it but yeah it's a different role with Kilkenny alright because you have ones running through the middle at you you'll, and you'll get plenty of the Galway players running at you on, uh, in the All-Ireland final because that's the nature of their game yeah it is yeah I suppose they're so quick and fast and they're running through the middle the whole time you know so you just have to kind of I suppose track and as well just keep the solid defence so we're working on that Brian has you well children in that regard but playing an All-Ireland final in Croke Park at 7 o'clock on a Saturday evening a little over a week out from Christmas that will be a strange experience but once the ball is turned in, it's still an All-Ireland final. Exactly. It's a strange experience, but like that, it's a strange year. Nobody really knows what's happening or what like lies ahead, so I suppose we're delighted to be there. I know it's at 7 o'clock in the evening, but it'll be a good viewing time for the lads at home. Again, the, the younger players, the newer players, I should say, they've brought a lot to the team now, and they're, they're gelling in well with, their, with those of you that have been around for a few years. Yeah, exactly. I suppose there's girls there for so long, and then there's new people coming in, like and Ethan Irish on the goal there, a new goalie, you know, and everybody, I think it's just the spirit everybody is just so happy to be here and it's a strange year so you mentioned your sister Shelley out in Australia will she get a chance to look at the match yeah I'd say she'll get a chance alright she'll stay up anyway whatever time it's on enjoying herself out there still she absolutely loves it she doesn't want to come home at all I'd say this is the only time around these times and Christmas and that it's the only time she'd probably want to be here you know Megan I wish you and all the team the very best luck in the final thanks a million thank you we are Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM Right, before we touch on the All-Ireland Hurling Final, let's pay a visit back down to the Dean Street car park to Fernaldo and crew. And crew. 
Uh, hello, Liam and sports crew back at the studio. Um, yes, good crowd here now. Um, Fran is uh, really giving it socks, but he's, um, I think now he's, uh, he's in trouble because there's some up-and-coming stars here that are really showing him how it's done. And uh, these are some of the, the younger members of the finest soccer teams in Kilkenny City. So um, they're really, really showing Fran how it's done. And he's joined here as well by Mayor John Coonan. And John has been here every night as well supporting Fran and uh, helping him along the line and helping him get over the line with uh, this kick-a-ton. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, I was hearing, I was or hearing. seeing on social media, Fran over the, or, or and over the course of the week, that Fran's knee was at him. <laughs> is he managing to fight through? Fight through. Yeah, uh, he is. He is. Yeah, he's. Um, he got a bit of a stumble earlier on, but uh, he he retrieved himself fairly quickly, and he's he's back in the game. Yeah, we're just yeah, having. We're just there's having a bit of sneering going on here, and that uh, he's aud auditioning for the soccer team that featured in that famous Father Ted episode. Oh, definitely, definitely, <laughs> Butcher. Um, I wouldn't, uh, I, I don't think you'd ever talk, you'd hear me in on a, a talk sport program or uh, taking part in the, the sports yeah, or the Community Radio of the Kenny City award winning sports team. But, uh, Liam, uh, <laughs> if, 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 it's, if it's walking football you're talking about, uh, I'm taking part in that a long time, about 40 years. It's, uh, oh God, I, was, I God, thought I you was, didn't I hear that, Fran, now. Fran now. <laughs> yeah, you did hear it, and it was one of the funniest scenes in Father Ted. No, Come here, let's go crack here. A lot of my own relations came down, the lads and uh, partners and just kids down. It's great looking. There's a few other kids that were here. Some of them are here three, just our third time here this week, kicking the ball as well. So it's good laugh, like. Uh, and we're, we're getting the chips and burgers now as well delivered up, so that'll be better for them. Um, a few cokes, drive their parents mad for the night, like. What else would you do? But, but it's grand. And, and the money is still coming in. I don't know what came in tonight down, the, down here in Dean Street, but I'd say there could be four or five hundred euro in the bucket, like. So it's amazing, really. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, you're going you're probably going over a bit over the hour this evening. You're doing overtime. Doing overtime. I don't. I don't even know what time it is. Like. We we are. We will be going in uh, on uh, communities in action uh, with Paul right. Brophy. So we'll be taking over the first uh, few minutes of Paul's okay, show. We're and um, yeah, and we're just going to have the last word with Mayor John Coonan and uh, myself and Paul will have a talk with Mayor John right. Coonan just to give a quick roundup of everything that's happened and the great support that Fran has. Uh, given to the Mayor's Fund this year and uh, tremendous support and that money will go a long, long way and uh, no better man there than Nicky mm. Brennan mm. who will vouch for where the money goes and with a loan and with the Mayor's Fund. Well, well, just tell me finally, have you made uh, John Coonan a soccer player by the end of this? By the end of this? I can't vouch for that because I, 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 Liam, I'm not qualified if, if enough. If John Coonan was born all over again, he wouldn't become a soccer player. Now let's check that out there. Like, so forget about that. It'll never happen. Like, oh, whatever oh. about hurler, I don't know. But soccer player, forget about it. Okay. But he makes a nice okay. pair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. lads. Okay, we'll let lads, you go back. We'll let you go back. And, uh, we'll hear and, from you again. Uh, we'll hear from you again. action. Okay back to studio. Thanks very much indeed Anne Nolan there and the very famous Fernaldo. Uh, we do have the small matter of an All-Ireland final to come on Sunday afternoon. Richie Power, what chance do you give Watford? Sure, look at uh, Liam, you'd have to give him a chance. Uh, you know, that fierce pace in, the, in their team and, you know, the Crow Park is made for him. Uh, you definitely, definitely have to give him a chance and, uh, 
I, I'm saying it all. I said it here uh, last Monday here on the sports program that if they can kind of close down Garrod Hegarty and and Morrissey and and stop Dermot Byrne and and Kyle Hayes from really you know powering into the game. I think they have a, 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 mm. they'd have a real good chance. But look at Limerick are a, Limerick are a big strong physical team. And uh, they will be they will be really wanting to put this one uh, to bed, like yeah, Nicky. What did they need to do differently on Sunday, aside from obviously the poor thirty-five minutes they put in against us? I think they'll have got confidence from the Kilkenny match. I think they left with a pep in their step, not just well, beating Kilkenny was a big deal for for the players. I mean, and now look, they had beaten Kilkenny fairly recently as well, mm-hmm. so and they're gaining confidence from that. So I think they will have seen from that game, and having watched the subsequent game between Limerick and Galway, they realised that Galway were not that far away from uh, Limerick, and 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 Watford would have fancied their chances against Galway so look I think Watford will go into this game with plenty of confidence and I think uh, John Kiley I heard him speaking yesterday he realises that his team haven't put in the perfect 70 minutes yet he realises there's been occasions in the game where they haven't performed as well as he would like now when they do perform well they're an absolutely brilliant team and they are probably the best team around at the moment but the best team doesn't always win the final starting out the best team on the day will win the final well where will Watford be looking to stop at? well I think Watford have to score goals didn't so much about stopping but mm. if they don't score goals I can't see him out out pointing uh, Limerick and uh, like in the when they were in the All-Ireland a couple a few years ago there was against uh, uh, Galway uh, they got the goals in that game at the right time and they weren't able to build on it and they had every chance to win that All-Ireland now uh, a lot of the players that played that day will be playing again uh, on Sunday and the, the, the you know they'll realise that but I do think they have to get a couple of goals uh, in if they're going to win this I don't see him out pointing uh, Limerick yeah and Richie is one element of disappointment maybe that Hutchinson wasn't more in the game against Kilkenny yeah but I, I still think um, Water weren't as bad in that first 35 minutes against Kilkenny as, as you know some people might have think they were I thought the work rate was very very good they had nine yeah. they had nine wides you know when I looked at it the second time I thought Gleeson was very poor the first half but when I looked at it the second time he had a he had a fairly good first half his work rate was savage you know and if they can get a real big 70 minutes out of him next um, ne- next Sunday uh, Hutchinson to me is the real deal. If he gets enough of a ball, he's going to take a lot of he's going to take a lot of watching. So the one thing that Watford have that could cause uh, Limerick is is this pace. They're, they're light and fast, and like I said, Crow Park is made for them. Like yeah, because lines with those overlapping runs, Nicky, he, he was a threat. Oh yeah, well that's his that's his style. Yeah. He he will be wanted to run up and down the line like a good winger any, any day. So look, if they but you won't see Jack Fagan grabbing the balls over Kyle Hayes. That's not going to happen. So Fagan is going to have to put in his work rate in a different way. You'll hardly see Steve, uh, Shane and the Bennett guy, Stephen Bennett, walking through the Limerick defence uh, as easily as he got through the Kilkenny one the last day. So they'll have to adjust their game. And the challenge for Liam Cal and Mickey Bevins and the other selectors is to ch- change the game as it takes place to make sure they get the best out of their players. But for me. It's still, still Limerick's all learning to lose. And Pat, this is a huge day for Limerick now because we think of the great teams, the Cork, the two in a row, the Kenny four in a row. Limerick, they still need to put their foot down and really mark their territory. Yeah, well, uh, for this team, like they're, I mean, they're after winning a couple of monsters, they're after winning a couple of leagues, they're after winning an All Ireland. I think the you know the five or six um, trophies and to win another All Ireland will uh, cement them as being a great team. You know, yeah. uh, they, they they need to win that All Ireland uh, for that reason and uh, have this bunch of players. It isn't often that a bunch of players comes along like this uh, for Limerick, and uh, you know that that's the that's the target and that's the target they set out for uh, this year to do. And uh, you know it's. 
um, but I, I do think Waterford have plenty of momentum going into this and will cause plenty of trouble. Mm. Uh, but uh, it's goal, goals will be very uh, hugely important in this. Yeah. And Richie, finally, they didn't in the Munster final. Waterford didn't fear Limerick, and they'll be looking for a similar spirited display. Yeah, the, the, without a doubt, like, and uh, there's a real buzz about him, like, and you'd have to give Liam Cal a massive credit for the way he's after gelling them together, and that's the one thing that maybe Waterford would have had over the last number of years, like, but, you know, it doesn't seem to matter wh- wh- what club you're from down there this time, yeah. they're all there, all there together, you know, and uh, look at, they have a right chance. And finally, we want Kerry to win the Joe McDonough over Antrim. Oh, do we now? <laughs> well, that's underway tomorrow as well. Full coverage on sport, underway from 12 o'clock tomorrow. And don't forget our sports special between 7 and 9 covering the Camogie All-Ireland. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, bye-bye, take care. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.